Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, light the fragrance after rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms will all pass away but there's something about that name hi welcome to it's his story the story of jesus in our lives the story that began in the darkness of night. I'm Barbara Culver, your host, and I'm so glad that you tuned in to us on this beautiful Lord's Day. That's what it is in my house. I love to worship the Lord. I love to tell the story of Jesus. It is my theme because I've had him with me for so many years. We've been talking about the Old Testament, and we got to Malachi, and we discovered after Malachi, God spent 400 years before he ever showed himself to the world again, spoke to anyone. And this time his voice was very loud and very clear, and yet it was like a, whisper in the night a baby was born a baby that was going to bring the world into the rule of God again once again that was going to have joy and peace and love and yet we have none of that today strange isn't it Jesus didn't make a big kingly appearance like the people thought he would. He was supposed to be the Messiah. The Messiah would come and reign. He would take away the oppression from the Roman Empire. And yet Jesus was born in a stable among the cattle, the most lowly of animals. There was two groups of people that Jesus came for. He came for his own, which was the Jewish nation. But he also came for the Gentiles, which is me and you. If you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. And that, to me, sums up the world. You can talk about color, race, creed, nationality, whatever you want to call it. But there's only two groups of people. There's the Jews, and there's the Gentiles. And the Gentiles were engrafted 
into the Jewish belief through Jesus Christ. There are today only two groups of people, believers and unbelievers. But when you go to the book of Luke and you see the birth of Jesus, once again, he appeared to only two groups of people. It was made known to two groups, the shepherds and the wise men. One was poor, one was rich. One was very learned, and one was very unlearned. One was Jewish, and one was Gentile. One was close by, and one group was far off. That teaches me that God is respecter to all people. He respects all people. Why? Because he created them all. They're his people. They're his creation. It's what he accomplished through this world. After Jesus was born, eight days later, Joseph and Mary took him to the temple to offer sacrifice, which was according to the law. He began his life with obeying the law. They took him to the temple and they gave sacrifices for his birth. He was circumcised. And it's a reminder that humans are born in sin. Jesus wasn't. But even in that, he obeyed the law. He identified himself with humans. He was circumcised, and she had to be purified after birth. This was a ceremony for the Jews, and Jesus was a part of it. He didn't want he didn't come to do, do away with the law. He came to fulfill every single part of it. In his circumcision, it showed that he was made sin for you and I. Because he knew no sin. There was no sin in him. But now, sin became a part of him. How was he going to handle that? We see that there were two people that gave testimony of who he was, even as a baby. We saw the shepherds, the wise men, but there were two people in the temple, Simeon. And when he saw the baby, he said, my God can take me home because I have looked upon the face of God. Anna, when she saw the baby, she knew immediately he was the Messiah. Now, we're not told in Scripture what happened in his life, how his other siblings came along, but they came along the normal way, just like you and me. 
through Joseph and Mary. I can imagine his brothers and sisters saying, you're never in trouble. Why don't you do things wrong like we do? Jesus couldn't do that because that's not who Jesus was. He was the word of God and he did everything that God told him to do. But the Bible does tell us that Jesus grew. He grew like any other baby. Mary had to diaper him, feed him, tend to him, hold him when he cried. I don't see Jesus crying very often. I think he was a pretty good baby. But he grew like any other child. But there was a difference and a growth in him because he grew in wisdom. And when he became of age, he began to show who he was. We're told at the age of 12, he went to the temple and was teaching scripture to the people who were teaching it to other people. Because he knew what the scripture said. It was about him. All about him. But he also grew in stature. He grew up. He was a teenager. He dealt with the same problems you deal with as a teenager. You know, those people probably made fun of him. There was probably people who mocked him. But he didn't let it upset him. Because he knew... He was God's son. Now, he didn't know all the extent of it at that time, I don't believe, but we're not told that. But he got everything that was appropriate for that age of who he was in this life. He also grew in favor with God as man. Being a man, being a human, God still showed him favor. God is showing your favor today. How many times has God saved you from getting really bad hurt in an accident? We just experienced that in our family this week, past week. Our granddaughter and her dad was in a severe wreck. God's mercy and his grace was upon them. And he gave them favor. You see, he wants to take what happens in your life and he wants it to use it in you so that you can give testimony of who Christ is. Why does bad things happen to good people? I don't know. Other than the fact we live in a fallen world and bad things happen. Hey, Bad things happened to Job, and he wasn't even doing anything bad. But God wanted to prove to Satan that Job belonged to him. Maybe God wants to prove to Satan that you belong to him. It's how we respond to these things that matter, and how we think about life. Do we just take life as being life? Or are we looking forward to something that God has 
ahead of us. But Jesus grew physically. He grew mentally. But above all, as a man, as a child, as a teenager, and as an adult, he grew in his relationship with God because God was going to use him. Jesus wasn't born a Superman, and yet he had all the qualities of a Superman because he healed the blind, made the lame to walk, raised the dead. Wow. But he had to develop as he grew. He grew through every stage of life, and every stage brought him closer to God the Father as a man. When we become children of God and we believe in Jesus Christ, that he died on a cross, he was buried, but he rose again to give us life in abundance, we're a new creature. And we start to grow all over again. It's a new kind of growing. And we have to go through different stages of life to get to that growth. Some are really pleasant. Some are not so pleasant. But if we can take each stage of life and gain some knowledge of who Christ is in us, then we're growing spiritually and we're maturing in our faith. Our faith is what matters. God counts our faith as righteousness. Our faith in Jesus. He makes us who we are. And then he remakes us when we believe in him. It's not a head knowledge. It's a whole soul knowledge. Mind, will, and emotions. He is the main thing in life. He is the one thing that's going to get you through life. We have to grow. And the only way to grow is to have that power of the Holy Spirit in us. You see, when we go through hard times and our faith stands, we can recognize, hey, I didn't do that. That was the Holy Spirit in me. He helped me. He helped me through a grief process, a loss. He helped me through a divorce, uh, a child going astray. God is always there with you. And each time you face that trial and you come to Christ and you say, I don't know how to deal with this. Help me. That gives Holy Spirit permission in your life to say, yes, we can do this because I am the greatest power that there is. We're going to continue our study in the New Testament. Jesus came to teach us of how the kingdom of God works. We had the law. The law could not save us. It just convinced us that we're sinners and that we can't keep the law. But now Jesus is going to teach us a new way of doing God's law. 
and how God wants us to live by the law. I hope you have a very blessed week, and I hope that you know my Jesus. If you don't, just come to him and say, help me, forgive me, and he'll come into your life, and you'll be born again of blood and water and the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and enter in. It's a great day in the Lord. You have a blessed week, and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.